Chris and Will here, and you know, you guys, we have a challenge for you, and it's all about the red shirt. That's right. It's been a symbol of pride since 1991. In 2020, we're spreading the message of diversity, equality, and kindness with the red shirt challenge across the globe. On June 6th, join the world in wearing your red shirt and help us bring us all together hand in hand. Go to kindredpride.org to register. Join us June 6th with your red shirt. Show it off. Hashtag RSPD. It's the show that makes us talk. You know, as a child, I used to be addicted to the Hokey Pokey. Oh, yes. <laughs> and then I turned myself around. <laughs> what about our life? With Chris and Will, Season 2. Hi, hi. It's another great episode of What About Our Life with Chris and Will. Hi. You know what? I, I almost had to think about that for a little bit because I, I was thinking and go, oh, what am I doing today? What am I doing at this moment? <laughs> what show is this? And then I thought, oh, okay. Okay. I'm not really tired, but I am tired. And, you know, we're resting, we're getting things done, and we're accomplishing things. So it's wonderful. Yes. It is wonderful. And we did start that routine that uh, Dr. Mita Singh has been talking about. So we're progressing. We're doing really good. We are. You know what? Life movement is going to happen, you guys. Mm -hmm. It's getting there. Closer and closer, we're getting there. Be a little bit patient because that's what we have to do. Yes. But how are you guys doing? Yeah. Are you doing well? Are you staying well? Because this is another great Stay Well special episode of What About Our Life with Chris and Will. Yes! Yes, we're going to be doing these probably up until the end of the month. Maybe a little bit more. We're not sure yet. But as of right now, it's definitely to the end of the month. And then, of course, our traditional episodes on Thursday. Yes! But our goal is, is to entertain you. It's to keep you well. It's to, to motivate you, help you get through this. Mm -hmm. And so we felt that two episodes a week. Does the job. Yep. More of Chris and Will. Yay! You know what? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, today we're talking about life and laughter and living with a purpose. Mm -hmm. Three amazing topics. Of course. Now, we've already been talking a lot about life, and we did that in the latest episode. But uh, this time it's a little bit different. We, we want to add some oomph to it. Yes. And kind of discuss a little bit about it. So... You know, how do you see life in a way? Wow. I see life as uh, almost like a, and you got me speechless for a moment. I want to say a blank canvas, but I think it's more like a drawing, uh, like a, it's like if you have a sketchbook. It's art. Yeah. You look at yeah, it yeah. as art because life really is art. Uh -huh. And, you know, if you really take the time to find a quiet place and just enjoy the way you know, nature and earth gives yes. to you, you will just find a wonderful therapy and relaxation. And it brings you away from the the hardships of 
life. Yeah, it's an expression, you know? So when you're expressing yourself, that's your experience. And then when other people interpret your art, then, you know, they have their own experience. You know, and and since the current times that we're going through, it's almost like life giving us a gift and giving us another chance. Yes. Because, you know, we've been so busy and people are always so busy on the go and the hardships of paying bills and getting food and on all the, the mundane stuff. And yeah, we've been so caught up in that, that people needed time to rest. Yes. And you've got that. And people needed time to catch up on who they are and take that time to to change themselves. Now, has it been difficult? Yes. Mm -hmm. Are you still worried about bills and traditional things? Absolutely. But you know, one thing about that is... Bill companies are actually working with you. Mm-hmm. So for the and we've first mentioned time, that before. Yeah, yeah. For the first time ever, you can call a bill company and say, hey, look, I'm not getting paid right now or I'm not working right now. What can you help me? And some of them are pushing your dates back mm-hmm. and, and giving you some freedom and relaxation during that time. So I encourage you, if money and bills is your worry, try that option. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, try it again. Yeah. You know, cause you never know. You could get a different rep. Yeah. You, you know, you and never know what's going to happen or mm-hmm. what you're going to be able to get. If you don't keep up with it, right. The money's going to come in. You guys, the, you, you have options. The States are giving you options. Everybody's giving you options like you've never had before. So take advantage of it. Yeah. Very important. So that's how you get through that. You know, and good topic that uh, listed on my notes. Is it easy and then gets hard? Absolutely. But I always find my definition is if it's too easy, then there's something wrong. Right. Life is not going to be easy all the time. It might be a little simplistic, but it's not going to be easy all the time. But, you know, you were talking about that. And I think maybe this is going a little off a little bit. But I think that worry of that hard you know, when you get to that hard, it's going to be simple or it, because, you know, you've gone through, wow, well, all this I've been going through when you get to the hard, bam, you got it. Okay. Absolutely. And you know, and another thing, how do you deal with the drama in life? Well, let me put it in this perspective. When you're a child and not in some cases, but in most cases, mm-hmm. when you're a child, you are oblivious to drama. You're oblivious to how all that is because you're too busy being a kid. You're too busy finding those directives in life. Being that, your happy self. Yeah, that you don't <laughs> find the time to get engulfed into the drama. Yeah. So as an adult, why do you do that? Yes. I mean, that's <laughs> the I mean, yes, you have responsibilities, but responsibilities does not have to be dramatic. Because if you plan your responsibilities and you outline your goals and how you're going to get there, then, yeah, you will manage it. Like we mentioned in the last episode, it's like find and then evolve and event and then love. If you do all those patterns, you're going to find you're going to find a really good schedule for your life and you could change it. It doesn't have to be a routine and you don't have to look at it that but. If you look at how you dealt with things younger compared to as an adult, you'll get through it faster. Yep. Mm -hmm. You will definitely get through it faster. You know, taking it well and then staying well. When you handle certain situations, when you take it in and you say, okay, 
all right, I need to do this. We've had those complications yes. during this time. Like I said, we've had a lot of events cancel. And we've had a lot of things change. And mm -hmm. we've had to do a lot of a different adaptations during this whole time period. And it bothered us. It did. We would we would find we were getting annoyed by each other because we were allowing negativity to come in. We were allowing that stuff to change and alter. And we shouldn't have. Yeah. We're still working. We still have a job. We're still getting paid. Not many can say that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, yes, could we have had more? Did we have more planned? Absolutely. But it'll come back. Yeah. It will come back. Mm -hmm. And we, again, have to tell ourselves that we are going to stay well during this. Yes. And we're going to do everything we can to maintain that well. So you taking it well and staying well. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the way it is. Help you to help others. Help yourself first. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And I think by helping yourself, when you had talked about helping others, because, you know, um, just immediate contact with those close to you or on a wider level, you know, friends and things like that, I think it affects all of that in some some absolutely uh, different way. I mean you got to be yourself. Let that personality shine. Yeah. You know, another great topic that I have in here is smile. Yes. You know, <laughs> find a way to smile. Yes. You know, yes. Smiles are like dominoes because when you smile to somebody, they smile back yep. and then they'll smile. And it's just the word of kindness. It's the mm -hmm. personality. And it's the same it. with laughter too. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, you hear somebody laugh. Boy, you're just going to laugh, whether it's just a chuckle, but then that could turn into, okay, why am I chuckling? But then you're like, wait a minute. That was kind of funny. Yeah, oh my gosh. Absolutely. <laughs> don't look down at yourself. Don't look down at the situation and don't look down at, at the world. You know, everybody has their own opinions and how they're going to deal with this. Remember, we all deal with things differently. Yes. So they may be having their own way of doing stuff. You need to create yours. Yes. And if that means separating yourself from the drama mm -hmm. and separating yourself from their opinions, then do that. But remember, if you're going to contribute to their opinions, prepare for the backlash. Yes. Prepare for, you know, what they're going to say and what other people are going to say. Don't get involved in the debate. And don't take it. Personal. Yeah, don't take it personal. You will evolve. You will yes. get through this. You know, I read an article um, specifically about laughter, and it says from Reuters.com, it said humor is healing. And we're going to talk about that with our guest today. Mm -hmm. And one of the key things is like laughter can be your mental armor for a lot of other stuff that could get in the way and cause harm to you. Yeah. Laughter is good to keep you upbeat and give you energy. Laughter yes. <laughs> is good to boost your metabolism. Mm -hmm. And it mentions all these different things on how laughter is getting people through this pandemic and, and what they're doing and the limits that they're going to entertain others and find entertainment amongst themselves they're doing a lot of different things. And I found it to be extremely interesting. And we're going to talk about that yeah. with her today. Well, you know, just, this just came up in my mind. You know, if you and a friend have an inside joke, you know, maybe remind them of that inside joke to get yourselves laughing, you know, because then you're laughing and then whatever you were worried about, you know, yeah, it's gone. And, you know, and I found this also from uh, pipeloom.com. It basically talked about, you know, face the virus and this pandemic 
with a smile. And we just talked yes. about that. You know, use quotes to stay inspired. Yes. Find, go different, go read different quotes from different people. Create your own. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> do your poetry. Write, write. Do a journal. It would be an excellent time uh -huh. to do that. And it was saying, when you think, when you read positive and you think positive, then you're going to think outside the box and you're going to do things outside the yes. box. And you're going to get out of your comfort zone. Remember, I've always said this. I got this from somebody that sat there and said, it's not always a bad thing to get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. So, you know, remember that. Mm -hmm. And it there's just so many different ways for you to get through things. And reading quotes, reading that that type of stuff it's going to remind you that you need to stay positive. You need to take care of yourself, whatever you can wash your hands, stay hygienic, so whatever the case may be, yes. it's going to help you through that. Mm -hmm. So take it from us. That's what we've been doing. It's yes. hard at times and it's hard to keep up with at times, mm -hmm. but we have to keep telling ourselves that yeah. and we have to keep motivating ourselves to that because in theory, that's all I've got right now. Yeah. You know, that's, that's really all you we have can the ability do. to be consistent. Absolutely. And with that, that's a gift. Absolutely. And then it goes into living with purpose is our yes. next and final topic that we talk about. You know, clearly, what is your purpose? It's your style. Yeah. You don't you, have to have money value to be valuable. And you know, you mentioned that and I'm speaking on my behalf for the longest time. I was, I thought I was lost in searching for my purpose. There was no reason for that. Why? Because my purpose isn't me, you know, and that purpose is smiling, being happy, you Absolutely. know, and that, and as you were talking about, when you smile, someone else is going to smile. It's so, so simplistic, but yet look at how much it does. Yep. Your purpose is the way you've been put here on this earth and how you decide to go and how you want people to see your reflection. It's, yes. Because if you look in the mirror and you look at yourself, that is the reflection that other people see. And you don't have to compare your purpose to another's purpose. Absolutely it doesn't not. have to be this huge, oh my gosh, what is my purpose? Well, if I don't go and do a, um, a charity thing, then I'm not serving a purpose. No, that's the opposite way of your life's purpose. Your purpose is you. You know, you know, we for a long, Chris and Will for a long time, we didn't understand our purpose. Yes. And we didn't identify ourselves as a couple. We were just like, okay, we're just friends. Yeah. Then it went from best friends to friends to friends with benefits to finally, okay, let's just label it and, and go over with it. Our purpose in life was, is that we went through the odds together and yeah. we didn't like out of order, not the yeah. traditional route. Yeah. I mean, that's why we do this show. It is what about our life? Cause we're giving you advice on how we deal with things mm -hmm. and how we're doing stuff. And you know, everything that we talk about and just talked about, that's exactly what we do. Mm -hmm. We have to do that yep. just to get through whatever it is. So this is great advice. By all means, we're not doctors, but of course we advise ourselves. Our purpose for Chris and Will is we we love people. We like to be around people. So of course we want to utilize that time and this time to expand that with people. Mm -hmm. And so it's your purpose is very important. You're, you have an important purpose to all of us. Yes. That's why I said, love yourself and the world will love you in return because that's your purpose. Yeah. 
That's who you are. But today, you guys, we have a wonderful Stay Well doctor with us today. She does a lot of her wellness practices in laughter. Yeah. Not. A natural medicine, I would say, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. See, I mean <laughs> she is a sociologist and a wellness doctor. She does wellness, faith, laughter, and life purpose. Mm -hmm. She has been seen on the Oprah Winfrey Show. The Tonight Show with Jay Leno and uh, CNN's Crossfire. Hmm. She has several memoirs. And so today she's going to give us some guidance through this. We are looking so forward to that. Yes. We are talking about Dr. Patrice Berry. So get your notes out. Get ready to be entertained. And we're going to stay well with you just like she's going to stay well with you during this whole process. Yes. So sit back. Relax. Dr. Patrice Berry is coming up. honored to have our special guest, Dr. Patrice Berry. How are you, my dear? Hi. So good. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I want to thank you for taking the time out of your quarantine, stay at home, relax type of day. Oh, stop playing. Who's ah. relaxing? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Probably. I am not relaxing. I am making masks. We have made already over a thousand masks and sent them out all over the United States. So there's no relaxing over here. We're running like, like you know, like we got jobs. Wow, wow. that's good. That's very good. Well, I think the only one that's relaxing over here is the dog. That's about it. Uh, yeah, no, our dog looked at us the other day and was like, I'm not liking this. <laughs> I I think our dog did the same thing. I think our dog sits there and goes, okay, uh, I'm supposed to have some private time, and you've been accommodating that time for how long now? It's just been crazy. Yeah, right. I need to be without you. Yeah, we have four dogs, and so and we live on the marsh, so they they don't know anything. That, well, they do know. They know. I think they knew before we knew. They started digging down deep, and they've got these like little burrowed tunnels that they have under the ground and they're like you might want to get down here with me so tell me a, a little bit about your background oh that's a crazy kind of oh my god my background i'm a sociologist known as a public sociologist sociologist because i i don't work in academia i take the concepts of sociology out to the world which sounds more boring than my life really is okay i'm a writer um, I've authored 11 books under my name and probably wow. 30 wow. as a ghostwriter. Um, I am a mom of five adopted uh, Spectrum kids who are all grown-ish. <laughs> and uh -huh. um, we have four dogs. One uh, just passed away at the, at the beginning of the year. So um, wow. my life can't be described in any one way except to say that it is joyful, amazing, and who expected any of this. Wow. wow. Now, did you always know that uh, you wanted to help people? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but people tell me that I've always been helping people. Yeah. And I did, 
I didn't recognize it. I did. I still don't kind of recognize it. I just see it as everybody's got something that they can do, do it for somebody else, and you have less time to whine and gripe about your own miserable life. <laughs> yes! <laughs> can you tell me the difference between living life and living life with purpose? Mm-hmm. Yeah, living life is almost existing, right? You're just going from one bill to the next bill, from one event to the next event, from one, take, put up the Christmas tree decorations, take them down. Mm-hmm. Living with a purpose, you have an intention about everything you're doing and the why and the how and the who, right? So that I don't get up in the morning and just go through a routine. I have a reason for going through that routine. And that right. reason feeds and not only feeds and fuels my life, but it is my legacy, um, I don't think your legacy is what you leave when you die. I think it's what you leave when you enter a room. Thank and you. Thank you. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. I, I love that. I love that reply. How do we find self-worth? Yeah, right. That's like really um, the the real question, I think, right now in this pandemic. It's, it's you know, I've been saying to people, you're not non-essential, you may be non-rapid response, non-rescue related, non-emergency related, but we're all essential. And work, the word work actually comes from the word worth. Right. You find wow. it in what it is, whatever it is you can do. Um, two years ago, I was healing from a, a traumatic brain injury. And part of this healing was like, whatever comes, you do it, you know, and it was like, okay, forgive that one, that's easy. Then one day something said, make a dress. And I thought that was the stupidest thing in the world because I couldn't sew a button on. Uh-huh. If something got a tear in it, I was like, it's been nice knowing you. So, you know, <laughs> I couldn't sew. And so I, I, I just responded. I was like, oh, okay. And I started sewing. And last year I made 172 coats for the homeless. Wow. And now made a thousand masks that we've sent out all over the country. And, you know, if anybody had said to me that I'd be sewing and making my own clothes, I would have just laughed in their face. Uh-huh. But now I have this thing that makes me very worthy. Because if I went on what I do for a living, which is speaking to large audiences, <laughs> then right. I could sit in a corner and really feel like nobody knows the trouble I see. <laughs> <laughs> There's no large group anywhere who's looking for me to come say anything. Uh-huh. But everybody needs a mask, and I right. can do that. And I think we all have these abilities. Like there's this woman who's in our community who's in her 80s, and she makes this bread pudding that makes you want to slap yourself. Oh, wow. And so she, you know, her husband has Parkinson's, and and so she can't go out, and her immune system's compromised, and but she can make that bread pudding. And people are finding ways to get to her house to get that bread pudding. And she's like, baby, I can't do nothing else right now, but I got you some bread pudding. And, you know, like, we all have worth. Yes. But we don't, we get caught up in our selfishness and our stuff. And, you know, like, when people say, I'm bored, I wonder what they've been putting in their pingy brain up until now. Because I don't know how you can be bored in your own mind. I just have never been bored. There's always something fascinating to learn, to see, to do. Get up and do it. Your worth is not your job. It really is in your purpose and your calling. And it's up to us to use this time to kind of find it. Wow. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. You know, the one thing I liked about 
seeing your your stuff online and seeing your presentation is the laughter. Yes. You you put laughter into everything, and that is so good right now. That is absolutely 100% needed right now. So why do you think laughter is so important? I started using laughter when I was teaching, and the, the first day I taught, a, you know, I was teaching statistics, which, you know, like, find some funny in that. So, um, uh, except we did go out for Halloween as a normal bell-shaped curve, and I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> anyway, so the first day I taught, like, everything I knew, and I was, like, so proud of myself, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm just brilliant. And somebody said, how much of this is going to be on the exam? And I was crushed because I, they weren't really paying attention to what I thought I was teaching. Uh-huh. So I went home, and I found that if anything was interesting, funny, or bizarre, people were more likely to remember, to learn, to change, and to want to learn more. So right. here's this powerful emotion that we don't tap into as a teaching tool. Well, if anybody would ask you about me and my six siblings, they'd say that I was the unfunniest of all of them. I grew up in a household of hilarious people, including my mother. My mom would say things like, um, I will slap you from amazing grace to a floating opportunity. And we're still <laughs> trying to figure out what any of those places are. Um, so, you know, I just tapped into their humor. And then I realized that the world was just ridiculously funny and it always is and always will be. Like, I got a call from somebody yesterday who saw a local piece on us making these masks, and she she called, and she was like, baby, my sister needs some masks, and she's over in Kentucky, and, oh, Lord, I don't know what I'm going to do and how. And, and I'm like, ma'am, can you just give me her address? And she's like, oh, yes, baby, God bless you. You're going to be blessed coming and going. You're just going to be blessed. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Everything we said, like I'd say to my daughter, I need some more elastics. And she says, oh, baby, you going to get them elastics. <laughs> you find humor. Life is funny. You use it. You walk with it. Yeah, there are points where we could be irreverent. But if you look up the word irreverent, there's a picture of me. There are places <laughs> where you can kind of go too far. You have to know who your audience is, who you're around. You don't... You know, you never intentionally try to hurt anybody, but I'm sure if that woman heard me, you know, using her voice to live my day, she would have been a little bit happy with it, too. So, um, especially since they pronounced my name on that show, and so for the rest of the day, everybody called me Beatrice or Beatrice, and so (laughs) she called and she's like, is this Beatrice? And I was like, yes, ma'am, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Because I know who I am and I know who she means. And yeah. we got to, you know, we're going to have to try to find ways to be more compassionate. And there's no better way than laughter. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Well, agree. you know, I read an article on uh, Reuters.com. It was printed on uh, the 24th of March. And the one thing in this article that I liked the most was it says that laughter can soothe the nerves and actually be a mental armor through all this. It's, it's, it, it increases the endorphins. It, um, it boosts your immune system. There's so many things that laughter does for us that we just have not as a teaching tool, it's powerful, but as a healing tool, it's incredibly amazing. As a connector, it connects audiences. You can tell a joke 
My brother, who is a master gunnery sergeant in the Marines, and once a Marine, you're always a Marine. And I call, and they, and they you master gunnery sergeant, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, who would you like to speak to? And then they're bowing to him, and they get him on the phone, and I go, if I run over that dead cat, that's where I'm going to leave that ragging at. And he <laughs> up, and it's a line from our childhood when we were five and six, and there was a dead cat, and somebody ran over it with the wagon. And, and, and that recall that laughter can do to take you back to a point that maybe wasn't so funny but it brings you out of whatever you're in at that moment. Um, my daughter's been doing these things with me every day, what's for dinner? And she can do these crazy accents. She's, she's brilliant, amazing, on the spectrum, uh -huh. a nuisance, and lovely. And so I'll say, what's for dinner? And then this posh, posh British accent, she answers. And <laughs> so it's, it's, it's light, buttery sauce. So I've been posting them for my friends, and now they're like, no, 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 you don't understand. We have to have it morning, noon, and night, and we need this. We absolutely, I can't go my day without it. I'm like, well, you know what? You better watch the old ones. Who <laughs> 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 are saying we need to laugh. Yeah. And it is true. We all do. Um, I'm, I go to a church with a man who tells me the same joke every Sunday. He's in his 80s, and he'll turn around and say, you, you heard about the kidnapping? Kid woke up. And every Sunday, <laughs> I laugh like I've never heard that joke, not because I think he doesn't remember telling me, but because the first time he told me, I was holding my granddaughter, and he said, you heard about the kidnapping? And no. And he said, kid woke up. And I was like, but did they catch him? <laughs> he said, kid woke up. I was like, but was, was, did they catch him? Was the kid awoke when they caught him? I mean, where is he? And I was so locked in fear that I couldn't laugh. Wow. Wow. So now it's so funny to me because, you know, you can either laugh and love or stay in fear and lack. Because those are the two ends of the spectrum. Right. It's yeah. fear and lack and love and joy and laughter and abundance. And, you know, like all of my work was canceled. I could be really sad, but I know everybody else's was canceled too. Right, <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, true. I, I, you don't have to explain anything to anybody. Well, what happened? Well, see, it was this, you know, pandemic. It was global. It was everywhere. And I don't have to do that. Everybody knows, you know. Somebody right. called me the other day, ma'am, you're two days late. I was like, really? Are you calling me with two days late? Stop playing. Stop playing. Uh -huh. Here, take my payment. I was trying to hold on to it to see how long you would call me, but thank you for calling me. <laughs> so she's like laughing and said, like, first of all, you're the first person who's actually paid me. Second, thank you for making me laugh because doing this job in a pandemic is not fun. I imagine. But somebody called yesterday to see if I wanted some burial insurance. Oh, <laughs> wow. I was like, Really? Really? I said, no, they're going to burn me out back with the rest of the recyclables. Get off my phone. <laughs> but you know, you know what? The, it's ironic you say that because I think it's been in the air because we did a um, we did an interview not too long ago with Fran Drescher. And no. when uh, we were when we were calling in to Fran uh, the number, <laughs> oh it kept sending oh. us somewhere else. And I'm like, it kept sending us to a, a, a Jesus worship center. And oh so, yeah, so we tried it again and it kept sending us again to Jesus worship center. So I called, 
I called her assistant and I said, you know what? I don't know if somebody's telling me I need Jesus right now or if, so, or if you guys are talking to Jesus right now, but I'm going to Jesus worship. What's wrong? They had the biggest kick out of it and couldn't figure it out. So I guess it's in the air right now. I, we, we haven't gotten the, the funeral home stuff, but something's telling us we need Jesus. That's for sure. I mean, we have Jesus in our life, but something told us specifically we need Jesus. Well, the Jesus Worship Center, I don't know if that's what you needed, but... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it kind of... It, it kind of... When when um, when I went through some of your clips and you told the story about something's not right, and yeah. I kept thinking about that because I turned to Willie and I said that whole yep. thing about the Worship Center, <laughs> something's not right, you know? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and see those, those moments where you can kind of share collectively and you know what you're talking about and they know what you're talking about and, and it just catapults you into the laughter that's truly a salt not right uh -huh. i mean it's, it's you know i've seen these people doing these lit up crosses at night um and they're calling them faith crosses and they're really looking lit up and i look at them and I go um i don't think that's the look y'all were going for <laughs> wow <laughs> wow that's funny you have to think about it for a second but it's yeah. funny <laughs> that's so funny but you know i i agree i mean there's so much uh, you know, there's so much worry there's so much panic and there's so much uncertainty right now and you know there's so many people we know that you know and that everybody knows that have lost they're losing jobs and aren't making any money and you know the one thing that we've tried to contribute as well is to is to make them understand that they're not in this by themselves and that you know hey look we may be working at this moment but that still doesn't mean that we're not working to look after you as well and exactly it. yes and that and so laughter is the key and yeah. that's that's a good motive to have and it's actually a great point because at the beginning of our podcast we have some music playing and then chris tells a joke it's really short and every time oh. he tells a joke i laugh i just and that's the one thing that i really yeah. love about chris is his sense of humor i mean we've been together for over 20 years I mean, and laughter, he makes me laugh. Just, there it is. That's it. Yeah. That's the, you know, that's what keeps people together, laughter, I believe. Um, the thing that people think is they, they have to be funny. Um, my daughter does this what's for dinner bit, and the thing that people say is, I don't know what's funnier, you trying not to laugh or her doing the bit. Oh, uh -huh. yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. So if you can't be funny you can laugh mm -hmm. and right. it's laughter that is you know is doing the healing work and, and you're working your lungs and the whole piece and all of that right but but if there's one person that's funny that one person needs people to laugh with them and to you know encourage the humor to make the humor roll to make the humor go to the next person and that person tells a story and maybe it's not as funny but it's funny because of the way you're trying to tell it exactly and, you know my daughter 
is, oh my God, she's so irreverent. There's this friend of ours named Frank, and she says, oh, I said, well, I was talking to Frank the other day. She said, Frank who? And I said, you know Frank. And she goes, oh, you mean Frank and Beans. And I said, well, you know his pants are the tightest pants I've ever seen. And I <laughs> never not look at him now. And she goes, and so when I see him, I go, hi, Frank. And Beans. <laughs> wow. And, and so, you know, the laughter that roars from me, I don't have to try to out funny her. Yep. I just need to laugh at it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, and right now, it's hitting us all, right? If people don't get anything, they have to get, we're all the same. Mm-hmm. If you don't get anything from this, there is no black, white, straight, gay, Democrat, Republican. This, this, this thing is not saying, what are you and should I protect you? Right. Um, you know, one of the things that I don't talk about a lot is the fact that I have MS. And I have this, my niece's daughter, who um, makes fun of the way I move. And it is, uh-huh. it is honestly the funniest thing that I've ever seen in my life. Wow. And so one day we're sitting and she goes, do you guys want to see how Ampertise runs? And everybody's like, what? Ampertise doesn't run? <laughs> so she <laughs> said, yes, she does. And she just did my walk sped up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How do you get down about your mobility when you've got someone who understands the power? She's just 12. And she right. understands the power of making me laugh through it. Wow. Absolutely. And you know what? When you laugh, or at least from my perspective, Chris makes me laugh. And then I laugh. And then if someone else is hearing it, they're going to hear my yeah. laughter. And then they're going to laugh. And it's like a chain effect, you know? That laughter <laughs> keeps going and going. And it's a wonderful I, feeling. I don't even have what was funny. It's Carol Burnett at her best or yeah. at her worst. You know, it's like Carol didn't have to, when she could, when she started laughing and breaking through the bit, even if the bit wasn't funny, you were rolling. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yep. And, and we need more of that. I agree. Yep, I agree. So do you think that um, laughter builds strength to the person that's receiving it and strength to the person that's giving it? It builds, it does both, but it also connects you. It bonds the two of you together around that humorous experience. You know, we have tapped into anger. We tap into frustration. We tap into, we don't use humor nearly as much as we should. Um, Absolutely. To me, if you want me to join a movement, make me laugh, and I can, I will be there with you. But if you want to me to join the bloody head, mad at everybody movement, I'm staying home. <laughs> I'm just staying right. home. I can do more, I can be more effective in joy than I can in my pain. Wow. Total moment right there. Yes. How would you suggest a person avoid social absence, if that's the word I'm looking for? Basically, they're used to being around people, their happiness Mm -hmm. is around people, and now they're by themselves, they're in their home, and they can't be around people. Okay, so first of all, it's physical distance. It's not social distance. The self is social. We're a product of the things, the people, the thoughts, the books, the ideas that we come in contact with. And the more we come in contact with those things, the more we evolve. So to tell someone that they can't be socially connected is like telling them that they can no longer be human. We need the social connection. Wow. So 
people are not connected through technology, but they have telephones and they have letters and they have whatever they is, it is that they use. Um, I find that the time in crisis is not the time to figure out what happened. It's the time to plan for the future. Um, so if you have strong relationships before all of this happened, then you have ways to connect and people to connect you to them. I'm a hugger person, yep, but I don't too. want anybody to come up to me right now. you like, stay away. I don't want to hug from my daughter. I don't want right. to hug from my niece. I don't want to hug from my granddaughter. Um, but I want to be connected to them. So I can connect by phone. I, I'm writing more letters. Um, everybody I love is getting a mask. You know, they may get it, you know, later than the, the emergency people who need it right away. But right. there are ways that you can stay connected and be connected. Um, what I'm finding also is there are two groups emerging in my life, the people who give and the people who are selfish. And the selfish people uh-huh. don't care what you're doing right now to make the world a better place. They want you to give them all of their attention. Wow. And they want Very all of true. your attention because they haven't done what they needed to do to build good relationship that cares enough to say, let's stay connected. If you've run everybody away prior to now, it's probably pretty lonely. But it's not too late. You can create good, strong, loving relationships by reaching out to somebody else. Not lingering on the phone call or whatever, but send a text to someone. We have too many forms of communication to use it as an excuse to not connect. We can connect. And there are times that I connect with people just in thought. I will sit and think about somebody long enough until they call me. Um, but, But we're not socially, we've been using this word social distance. We really mean physical distance. Um, and socially, we should stay connected. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you know, and you talk about that, and you talk about the two different types of people. It kind of goes into um, this point, and you know, what Willie and I have been struggling with for several, several years, yeah. and that is dealing with family negativity oh. and family acceptance yep. you know obviously yeah. willie has a lot of problems with his with his parents yeah. with acceptance and so forth to where it's been an argument for 20 something years yeah. to now we've basically had to completely cut them off yep. just to be happy for ourselves exactly. because every move that we did was a it was a mental horror story oh yeah in a sense so so can i ask you a question yes what the hell took you so long <laughs> well you know that's a question that that's a, it, it's a good question because everybody asks us that and you know it's it, it it's hard for me it would have been done a long time ago yeah. but uh for yeah, willie of course. you know of course i get that I yeah. get that. And you have to, you know, with, with the person you love, you have to support them in their relationships that they're trying to heal from until they recognize the damage that it's doing on them. Mm-hmm. And and I suggest all the time to people to be as supportive as you possibly can from a distance. Um, my mom was a remarkable person. She was the very definition of transformation. And so I believe that anybody can change because of her. Um she was an alcoholic and abusive and angry, but she transformed into everybody's earth mother. But there was never a time in her life, even in her lowest point, 
that she wasn't accepting and embracing and taught us to be the same. So my mom has a bunch of children who were not her biological children because if she'd hear that somebody's parents rejected them, especially if it was because they were gay or whatever, then she became their mom. And I think sometimes we're so... There's such a need to be loved by people who don't love us. We want to prove our worth to people who mm-hmm. don't want to see us worthy, yep. that we keep doing everything we possibly can to prove something to them yep. when the people who are loving and in your life deserve that attention. Yeah. So we're putting all of our eggs in a basket that just, you know, the person who receives that basket is throwing that basket to the ground. And there's another person standing in the corner saying, I like eggs. Yeah. <laughs> and just that energy to the person who likes those eggs, who yeah. likes your love, who likes your attention. You will be loved. But there are some people who don't love themselves enough to know how to love you. Wow. And we can't, we can't make a difference in the world if we keep putting our heart in a place where it's going to be hurt over and over and over again. Yep. Then we're not strong enough for the true loving relationships. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, is there? A, do you think that there is an easier way in letting go in this type of situation? Well, it, I mean, it kind of begs for that, but I think what it does is it uh, sometimes we're in the way of a person healing and coming to their own conclusions um, because we keep going back to rescue them, and they don't really want to be rescued. They want to pull you in the ditch with them uh-huh. um, because not only does miser- misery love company, it likes miserable company. That's what the research says. It wants hmm. you to be miserable with them. And so... For some reason, we want to keep running and grabbing and proving and look at me. Look, look, I'm I'm a real boy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm a real boy. I'm like, no, you're not. You're just a pansexual. Get out of here. (laughs) You are a real boy. I tell you, this house is fully irreverent. Anyway, um, so, so the point is that we have to love ourselves enough, the thing that makes it easier is saying, you know what, I keep coming to you because I love you, but the real love is to stop doing it so that you can have the time to heal. If my presence is in the way of your healing, let me remove it so we can both heal. Wow. Um, You know, there was a time that I, I didn't speak to my mother or my family because every time I did, it was painful, it was hurtful, mm-hmm. it was... It didn't respect me or what I was trying to be in the world. Oh, yeah. And when I moved myself from them, they missed me enough to say, maybe it's me. Maybe I need to change. Uh Um, But I just think that the work is too important to keep putting our hearts in places that will, you know, cause you to have to start it at go again. Absolutely. And that kind of goes into what you've uh, you have spoken about before about the highest version of yourself. Mm-hmm. What do you what, what 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 is the true meaning of that? I think the highest version of the self is the best that I can be right now in this moment, right? Wow, because um, it's constantly changing, it's constantly evolving. I don't get to I'm, you know like I'm not striving to this place and going to get there and then I die. It is today. How can I be? my highest, best 
yourself without anger, frustration, fear, uh, resentment, jealousy? How can I move from this lower stage of existence into love and joy and enlightenment? And I get to self-correct constantly. Um, you know, like I'm sending out these masks and we're not charging anybody. We're just trying to get people protected. Somebody messaged me at, mi- at midnight last night saying theirs hadn't gotten there. Where were they? And I got up and my daughter got up and we're looking through receipts and we're like, well, this says it should have been delivered the next day. And I'm like, what am I doing? And then so instead of, you know, living in those moments of frustration, the best me would be I will find out whatever I can find out, but I'm not, I, I can't continue to respond to every whim of everything when I know my calling is, and my purpose, it takes us right back to purpose, is not tracking mail at midnight. Yeah. Right. My body doesn't respond well if I don't sleep. Yep. Right. So it, in that moment, I wasn't my best self, but guess what's going to happen tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So you get to you get to figure it out again. You're constantly doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. So would you say that that would be the meaning of total wellness? Total wellness is spirit, mind, body alignment. It is that my energy, my essence, my light is in alignment with my body. That I don't do anything to my body that takes away from my my mind, that takes away from my spirit or my joy, that those three things are in alignment, which is a difficult thing for me to say in this physical condition that I find myself in, right? But I know that when my body is weak, my spirit should be higher, that my, my light should shine brighter than my ability to run or lift weights or do all the th- or walk 10 miles, all the things I used to do. I can't do those anymore. But there are some things that I can do in the spiritual realm that I never thought I would see. So, yeah, now this sounds like that other station on iHeartRadio, that, you know, paranormal station where you... <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's so funny. <laughs> so, okay, do you think with what's going on in today's world that it it's kind of making the stronger a little bit weaker? Oh, uh, you mean physically stronger? Uh, no, mentally stronger. Um, no, I think I think it's a place for all of us to tap in and find our real strength. Oh, right? yes. The, My strength, like I earned my Ph.D. at 26. I'd like to think I'm a little smart. But my strength is not in my smarts. My strength is in my ability to build community and to love people. That's really my real, that's my gift. That's my mojo. Uh I don't care how smart I think I am. That's not going, I can't think my way out of MS. I can't think my way out of a global pandemic. But my heart can rise above it and it can do something in it that my mind can't do whoa wow so how do you control um an overacting mind or even a mind that wants to give up yeah so you know um you do for somebody else that's the that's the very quick answer of it you find ways to use your gifts and abilities to do for somebody else if you want to get out of your selfishness which is that what it, it that's what it is. It's like, I, I, I'm giving up. I can't, I can't anymore. I can't stay in the house that I made for myself with the people <laughs> that I 
that I love. I can't do it. <laughs> you know, I, then, then what you need to do is say, what can I do for somebody over and over and over again until I can see that I am my own problem? Because, you know, really, I really mean this. To be bored is, is like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how, write a book. <laughs> like, I don't know how to be bored. From the time I was a child, I had to clean houses. I cleaned houses in the morning before school from the time I was 12, and I cleaned banks at night. And in between, I'd go to the library, and, you know, I'm old enough to, to know the word microfiche, and I'd look on wow. it, and I'd dream about what I wanted my life to be like. So if you can't find somewhere in your mental capacity to um, think your way into the future, what do you want the future to be when this is all over? How can you readdress your life? What can you change? What could you do differently? How can you create a space, a physical space that keeps you whole and healthy and happy? Um, I really, you know, I, 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 the joke in the house is that I'm a little bit becoming too much like Mother Teresa, who apparently had no time for people who were not either in need or doing something for somebody who was in need. Um, because it really sucks the energy out of the room. Yeah. Right. When, right. when you are so, and I'm not talking about physical or physiological depression. I'm talking about people who have laughed at those who suffer from depression because they didn't understand it. And now, because they can't go out of their comfortable home, they want everybody to stop, drop, and roll. Well, those of us who know a little bit better really have to be about the business of caring for those who can't do anything else. Like my friends who suffer from depression, I I don't care who else is calling me. They can get me on the phone. Yeah. They can get me to, you know, do a breathing exercise because sometimes when you can't breathe, you can't remember to breathe. Exactly. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so... We have to find a way when we're there for each other like that, it keeps you going. Exactly. But if, if my issue is I'm bored in my house, then, you know, find ways to do something for somebody else, and I guarantee you, you won't be bored. You won't be mentally challenged with whatever it is. I... I'm hearing from so many people saying, can you stop and get on a call with me and show me how you make the mask? No, no, no. Here's a tutorial. Go online and follow that. Yeah, but I couldn't follow her. Can you get on? Can you stop what you're doing and, and do a video call with me so that you can show me? And, yeah, no, that's not possible because I'd have to hold the phone. Well, can you have your daughter hold the phone? Yep. You don't really want to make masks, do you? <laughs> <laughs> and at Boy. some point... We have to stop and say, maybe I'm the problem. Exactly. Right. I mean, it's, yep. it's a real hard challenge to look at yourself that way. I, you know, this is, this is such a gift to me for the people that I talk to on a regular basis in these kind of, they call me a coach, but I'm like, don't call me coach because you're going to answer my whistle back in a minute. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, when, when, when I'm talking to them, it's, 
it's amazing that I find, because I've always said to them, time is not your issue. It's I don't use time. I use energy. Use energy and you'll realize that time is not the thing. Mm-hmm. So now I can say to every one of these people, so I guess you figured out it wasn't time, didn't you? Because you got all the time in the world now. <laughs> <laughs> Very and you true. still haven't made your bed. There so you go, go make it. Yep. So, so it, it is, um, I have the benefit of being, you know, an older black woman who is smart, you know, but still has a mother. If she were alive, she'd be 101, and she was raised by her grandparents. So I have a lot of old wisdom and a lot of, you know, technology and science um, that helps me along the way to love and Google. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, very true. You can love somebody, look up how to do it. Yep. Mm -hmm. Very, very, very true. So, uh, you do you offer any services to the public? I do. Um, I have been doing, uh, you know, videos probably every other day for how to deal with stress, how to deal, how to cope with working at home when you're not accustomed to it, how to deal with being in the space that you're in. Um, and I'm posting them on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on you know, you can follow them through Twitter. You can follow them on on my professional page on who quote-unquote professional page that I often forget exists on Facebook so I'm you know I'm doing all of those things nobody has money right now I'm not charging anybody for anything that I have to offer I had a call from somebody the other day that said I'm really lonely and I felt like saying you know <laughs> get out of my face <laughs> I, felt, I felt beyond that and I stopped what I was doing and I called and it was a real, you know, like it was it was a moment that I needed to stop and pay attention to. And I'm just asking people to pay attention to one another. This is not even somebody I know very well. It was somebody who knew how to reach out to me. So, I, I you know, whatever I have, I'm giving it right now, and I'm doing the best that I can do to respond and reach out and, and, and share and be kind. I mean, I have companies that are calling me saying, can you record a message for our team? And I'm stopping and going, yeah, I can, because they're on the front line, and they got to keep going, and whatever I can offer. Wow. Um, but, but again, these are people who knew me before. We have, have relationship. You can ask for things of people that you've built relationships with, and I'm asking people to continue to build them and decide who do you want to be, how do you want to be, who do you want to be around, and build those relationships. Well, Doctor, I I can't tell you enough. Thank you so much for being on the show. But before we go, I want to ask, um, do you have any final advice that you want to give to the world right now? Yeah, I, I guess the final advice would be find ways to be more loving, find ways to laugh more. What makes you laugh? Clean out your mental filter that's full of negativity and ne- and worry and anxiety. You know, there's a great book by M.T. Anderson called The Feed, and it's been out for several years, but it was, you know, really about what's in your feed and what is it, what is it telling you and what is it, you know, giving you. Um, it's time for us to move out some of the stuff that no longer serves us. But when you do, immediately replace it with joy. You all, I found out that Bill Withers died I love yes. Bill Withers. I um, believe it or not, I'm a stutterer, and if if you catch me at the wrong time, as my daughter would say, I turn into Porky Pig. 
But um, <laughs> um, Bill Withers was a, was a stutterer, and, and his song, I know, 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 hey, I leave your thing alone. He wanted other people to feel what it felt like. Yeah. Um, right. But in his, even in his struggle, he gave us so much joy. So find the music, the books, the art, the things that lift you up, the laughter, and turn away from the anger. If listening to, you know, certain people in the White House makes you angry, you know, find something else. Right. You can be informed without listening to it every single day. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. And then if you listen to it and it makes you angry, find the humor in that. And then find a way to make sure it never happens again. Find people who feel like you do. Throw a joyful party, even wherever you are. You know, I said, 6 o'clock, we're going to open up whatever we drink. I'll open my water. I'm going to pour some out to the ancestors. And then we're going to laugh. And then we're going to turn on this song. And we're going to all dance wherever we are. Then we'll connect and see how that felt. Whatever it is you can do, this is the time to do it. Right. It's not tomorrow. I'll get to it later. It is find ways now. We have to make a difference because Mother Nature is sick of y'all's asses. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. <laughs> very, very true. Yep. I've been saying that. I've been saying the same thing. This is everybody's punishment. Yeah. 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 <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Well, darling, thank you so much, yes. one, for being on the show. Yes. And two, for just... Being you and being the incredible doctor that you are, the amazing person that you are by doing all those masks and and really bringing love, joy, and laughter, more importantly, into the world that we need absolutely now and we will need forever. So please know our hearts are always with you and your your family and you are definitely needed. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And you too. Anything you need, any resource, any, you know, I'm a good Episcopalian. I'll pray for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. It was funny when I joined the Episcopal Church and they said, will you be on the vestry? I was like, oh, God, now i got to stop cussing. They said, what the hell for? The rest of us still do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the the next time that the phone sends me to Jesus worship, then I'll just say, no, I'm just oh. going to hang up and I'm going to call you. <laughs> Please do. And we'll yeah. have some Jesus worship over here that looks like crazy but it is it is total worship and joy and love and laughter and healing and everything that we're supposed to be. I'm let me be a resource to you and any of your listeners for just joy. I mean, you know, there's some science behind my madness and I'll, you know, give you any re- resources you feel like you need to prove that the old black lady is true. Uh-huh. But <laughs> 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 of the matter is your heart knows your heart knows Absolutely. that it needs to be around those who love you and those you want to love and stop stop trying to prove that you are worthy you always have been you've always wow. been loved always been beautiful there is nothing wrong with you wow. you're an amazing light and just find somebody else that sees it i so appreciate that Thank you so much. Yes, absolutely. Well, you know, you probably got millions of them, but we're going to be a million and one new friend for you. So you have a friend for life. So, 
Yes. Yes. So you feel free to call us, make us laugh. We'll make you laugh. Uh-huh. We'll do any anything you need. You let us know. We'll we're definitely going to be in touch with you. Of course. And definitely will. Thank you so very much. Thank you for being on the show. And you guys stay well and take care of yourself. Thank you. You too. I say the best way to get through this pandemic is with laughter. Yes. Laughter <laughs> and a great personality. That's what you need to stay positive. And it's fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, it puts a great big smile on your face when you're laughing and you keep laughing and you can't stop laughing. So I totally agree with her points. She is absolutely a fantastic woman and go take advantage of her services. I've been recommending that to friends for a while now. So you can go go to her website and get all those services. You can go to our website, kristenwill.com to get her links as well as get information about the articles that we mentioned today. So be sure to check us out on the website to get all that information and take advantage of her services. Mm -hmm. And you can also check us out on Instagram at chris.ann.will. Yes. And be sure to tell all your friends about us, spread the word. We'd love to keep people staying well and entertaining them. That is why we're doing this absolutely but we want to thank patrice for joining us we want to thank you for joining us and coming back week after week and now that we're doing two episodes twice a week Mm -hmm. um join us next week for another stay well episode on on monday Monday. yes and then our traditional episodes on thursday we'll be doing the stay well episodes for maybe a month maybe a little longer we're not sure yet but be sure to check us out and tell your friends about us But for now, you guys, we have to go. We love you. Thank you all for joining us. Thank Patrice. And be sure to love yourself and the world will love you in return. But for now, bye. Bye.